0: Hey girl, hey, hey mama, hey Hey lady, you are tuned into the scenes from a single mom podcast. We don't grow alone and this podcast ensures that you don't have to grab your journal and a drink and join us. Welcome back for another episode of the scenes from a single mom podcast. I am your co host Tiffany Huff Struthers. And today I am joined with A new fabulous co-host, Miss Janaea Edwards. Janaea is an author in Scenes from a Single Mom, Volume Two. And you know by now, if you've been with us for a while, that I believe we do the best at introducing ourselves. So, Janaea, please tell the audience (laughs) who you are beyond your bio.
1: Oh, hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> um, well, I am Janaea, and I, like she said, I'm an author in um, Scenes from a Single Mom, Volume 2. And I talk about um, losing my daughter, Madison. Um, wait, is this going to be edited? It'll okay. be I don't know why. I heard don't just, so just let it flow. He'll Look, edit it. We okay. can start again. You want to start again? Yes. Okay. What, what should I say like
0: just You don't want to talk about you just want to talk about you. Who's Janae? What would you want people to know about you? Your most people are like, "I am mom. I don't know like if you want to talk about your work like what would you want somebody to know about you?" Okay. All if right. you was on the Oprah <laughs> show and Oprah was like, "Tell me a little bit about
1: yourself." What would you say? Oh, Oprah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. Who am I outside of Elijah? Yes. So, um, what I could just say, like, I'm a n- new entrepreneur? Yes. Or... Yes. Okay. You could say you're a new
0: entrepreneur. I believe you would say you're a woman of faith. Okay. A new entrepreneur. Yes. Started on this journey to support other women in loss, and you're excited about that. Like, you don't, it doesn't have to be anything elaborate.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> You ready? All right. Take two.
0: <laughs> and if we, I mean if we need to do it again, we can do it again. No worries. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Here we go. But just like you having a conversation with me, like you saw how me and Kaya was just very yeah
1: conversational. Right. Okay. You ready? I just didn't know I had to introduce myself. Oh uh, yeah, we didn't
0: <laughs> talk about that. Yeah, that's that's
1: the first question. I feel like
0: okay. that's probably the hardest question. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cause it's like, what do you say? Why? And it shouldn't even be that it hard. It shouldn't be that hard.
0: Like, what do you want people what? to know about yeah. Jalea?
1: Okay, I'm ready. All right,
0: I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take two.
1: Welcome back for
0: another episode of the Scenes from a Single Mom podcast. I am your co-host, Tiffany Huff Struthers, and I am super excited about this week's co-host who's joining me, the amazing Jenea Edwards. As you know, I believe that we do the best at introducing ourselves. So, Janaea, please tell everyone who you are beyond the bio.
1: All right. Hello, everyone. Hello, Tiffany. Thank Thank you for having me. (laughs) I'm glad to be here. Well, I am Jenea. I am a mom. I am a woman of faith. I love God. He's come first. I'm very active in my church. Um, and I am a new entrepreneur. I am starting a new business venture um, for starting a nonprofit called Maddie's Gems, um, which is named after my daughter that I lost, um, Madison.
0: And we are going to dig into um, the journey to Maddie's Gems as well. I'm super excited for what you have in store. So let's start with um, your story in the book. Your story was uh, Blinded by Love. Yes. Tell
1: us why you chose that title. (laughs) (laughs) That title was so fitting because I was really blinded by love. Um, Madison's father, like he was my first love. He was my first everything. And, um, you know, I always just wanted to see the good in him. I didn't want to see all the other stuff.
0: Those red flags. Those red flags. Yeah.
1: Yep. And just like, you know, when you start a new relationship, you see things. Um, but it's like, okay, well maybe, Maybe it won't happen. Maybe, maybe I'm just being crazy or whatever. And mind you, we have known each other since I was 14. Um, You know, so I didn't want to see those things. Right. I just always wanted to see the person that I knew when I was 14 years old. Right. Um, But as we got older and our lives went in different places, you know, people change. So, um, so we get back together and, um, you know, it was just toxic. It was just toxic. Um, didn't want it to be. You know, you try to fight for your relationship as much as possible. When um, when we first got together, he was like a great person to Elijah, a great person to me. But as time went on, you just it just it just didn't work out.
0: The reality set yeah, in. Yeah,
1: the reality set in.
0: And I think you know, as you talked about. You, you had a daughter together. I think what kind of brought it to the head was the loss, right?
1: Um, yes, yes and no. It was headed there anyway. It, it was headed to the end Um, anyway, but I didn't want to be a single mom again. I didn't want to be a single mom of two. So while I was pregnant, you know, I just wanted to try to keep holding on, right. keep holding on. And when I first got pregnant with Madison, you know, he said, I'm going to get a job and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. He was very happy about me being pregnant. So, I said, "Okay, well maybe things will turn around. Maybe it will work out, but it just it just didn't. It just didn't. And then when um when I lost Madison, you know, um we he was there when it happened because I had to deliver her. So he was supportive in that way, but he didn't really know how to cope with it. So he dealt with things in his own way. Um, also
0: kind of toxic, right? Yes. Yes. And so let, let's let shift a little bit and talk about that because I feel like this is something that isn't often talked about in our community. And that is, you know, like you said, coping with loss. hmm I don't. Uh, I personally have never had the experience. I couldn't imagine having to deliver your baby and then immediately say goodbye. Mm-hmm. How did you cope through all of all of
1: that transition? Um, you know what? At first, it was like I had no choice because I was still a mom. I still had Elijah. Um, so I had to immediately go back into that mom role so i felt like i had no choice but to just deal with it say goodbye and deal with it um but as time went on i found myself becoming angrier and angrier and crying more and i said oh i would never question god i just want him to reveal the reason why and that that was my thing just reveal the the why why did this happen to have to happen to me so um Finally, through a lot of prayer and um, just going into that place of silence, allowing myself to feel the emotions, um, er things was just started to um, become real to me. The revelation of what I needed to see, it, it just started to become real to me and that's what I did. And my aunt, she flew me to California for a whole month. And I needed wow. that. It was like I needed to get away from the, the place of, yep, where where I was hurt. And when I came back, um when I came back and I stepped off the plane, my dad said, "Oh, my baby is back." I guess I just had like a new glow, a new outlook on everything, but I just had to step outside of the place of pain and hurt so that I can heal so that I can feel and deal with all of my emotions. But it, it it took a lot of prayer, a lot of crying and, um, just, um, support from support from others that, um, that was just there that would just allow me to vent. Don't talk. Just let me vent. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, so, and that's, that's how I got through. Did you have therapy? I did. Eventually, when I came back from California, I found this place. Um, the name of it is slipping me right now. but And they was for um, families who lost experienced the loss. And when I met with them, it was maybe once a month, we would have group therapy. Okay. And when I met, I realized that, oh, I'm not alone in this. There are other people who are suffering from this right and and it helped it helped so you know I told my story I cried in there and I'm always going I'm, I'm not gonna cry this time I'm not gonna cry but I cried and you know but they were also there to support as well
0: it's so important to be able to work through certain things like that with mm-hmm. other people who have experienced it right who have a little bit of an understanding of course nobody can completely understand right but who have a little bit more un- understanding what would you say um and you know shout out to auntie for that flight to california yes. but <laughs> you know everybody doesn't have that right so what would you say to someone who is you know in the midst of having recently experienced a loss or even if it was years ago and they don't have that safe space, or they feel like nobody understands
1: those those feelings are real um I would say, you know, just try therapy first of all, try God, make sure you pray, make sure you just stay in your words sometimes you have to do the ugly cry where you just fall on your knees and your face is scrunched up, and it's just yes. the ugly the boo it's not everything <laughs> you know, release that, release that so. Definitely pray and release that to God. Um, and then go to therapy. Don't be afraid of therapy. And one thing I found out, too, by going to that place, I car- was... Was it the caring place? It wasn't the caring place. It was, um, I know it's going to hit me when I, uh, the bereavement center. Okay, Something bereavement. Okay. Yep. But um, I was always the only black person there. Mm. so I said we don't do these things enough we don't do it and why so don't be afraid to go to therapy and let it out so that you can have some kind of normalcy to your life to get back to that
0: right and I think the other thing that you can do is get connected with Maddie's, Maddie's Gems, Maddie's right? Gems. So can yes. you talk a little bit about what Maddie's Gems is, why you started it, and what's to come?
1: Okay. So Maddie's Gems, when I lost Madison, I always asked God, you know, reveal the why. So he revealed why it had to happen. He revealed everything. But I said, What do you want me to give others out of this? What is the purpose? What can I do? How can I turn my pain into purpose? And that's when Maddie's Gems came about. I always did the March of Dimes. And one year I put um Maddie's Gems on a shirt. And that's her initials. So I didn't think about it like, Oh yeah, Maddie's Gems. That kind of worked out. You know, G E G E M S. Okay, it kinda works out. So um That's how it started with the name and everything. Um, So Maddie's Gems is for women for now. I I hope to expand, you know, eventually who experience the loss and you may feel lost, confused, angry. Um, You don't have anywhere to turn. We are here to support you. Um, Sometimes your family members don't always know what to say. Your friends may not always know what to say. I even had someone tell me when I lost her, I was six months pregnant. Someone said, oh, well, at least she wasn't born. And, you know, and then you lost her. I said, a loss is a loss. Right. So sometimes you want to talk to people that, um, you know, experienced it. You don't want to talk to anyone that haven't, because they don't know what to say all the time. Or they always want to give advice that's not wanted. So, right. um. So that's how Maddie's jump started. It became my purpose. I said, "We need something for us so that we won't feel alone, that we know we have support from each other." Um, so I started a Facebook group in October, and it has grown already. Um, and I have already have testimonies like this group has really helped me so much get through. Um, thank you for your support and you know we just we're just there to encourage. Some days, you know, you you're never going to get over losing a child. Right. But, you know, you may have a moment where you say, "Hmm, I wonder I wonder what Madison would be doing right now." So if you're having that moment, you can just post in the group and say, "This is how I'm feeling today. I'm I'm missing my baby. I wish I could have heard him laugh or hear her cry or something." Right. And we are there to support you. Like the members of the group jump right in and say we're praying for you or sending hugs and kisses positive vibes whatever you know we we give each other that encouragement
0: and so is the group just so um our listeners are clear is it the loss of a baby or a
1: child in general it is a loss of um i would say of a child maybe up to two years of age okay so this Um, could be
0: a miscarriage a miscarriage it could be stillborn pregnancy Mm -hmm. or Maybe a sick
1: child. A sick child sits,
0: mm. um, "You
1: just experienced a loss um, okay. from pregnancy." Like I said, to age two. Okay. Um. Yeah, because those are the years, you know. People say, "Oh, you could just try again," or because the baby was so young. Yeah. But it's not always that easy. Yes. For some, and I know I've always been afraid to try again because, you know, well, one, my age, and two. You know, there's always in the back of my mind, Well, what if I lose another one? So, um, the like I said, those are the years that people say, Oh, you could just try again or well, okay, well at it's least it was a baby. Big of a deal. Yeah. But it really is. It really is that big of a deal. So we are here to support.
0: Will you be doing any educating of the community at large so that people don't continue to have those insensitivities? around oh it's not a big deal or you know just I feel like sometimes we take for granted that we know how people feel Mm -hmm. and then when someone is projecting those things like you say then you are more withdrawn you don't want to talk about it right so you know sometimes things that we feel like are common sense aren't so right right um and um some people just need to some education
1: around
0: it's not that easy
1: right Definitely. I do hope to grow um, bigger so that we can take it out of the Facebook walls yes. and, you know, like you said, educate people um, and just do get togethers. I like to also do things where we honor our babies. Where um, last October we had a balloon release, and it was just to honor all the babies that we lost. And you know what? I also wanted to put um, abortion is in there as well. Okay. Because abortion is a loss. Yes. Um, cause sometimes you may not have had a choice, you know, but, um, abortion is a lot. So if that happened, then you're also welcome in the Maddie's Jones family. Okay. Um, but, um, so, you know, I like to do things to honor our babies, to educate each other. And like you said, educate the public at large. I do hope to do something like that so that people know it is a big deal. And this is what you say. So how
0: how would someone get connected with Maddie's Gems who's listening and is like, oh, my gosh, I've been looking for something like this?
1: Um, well, you can go to Facebook, and it is spelled capital M-A-D-D-I-E-S, and Gems is capital G, capital E, capital M, and a lowercase s.
0: Okay. Maddie's
1: Gems on Facebook. And you can also go to my page and, you know, get there from my, t- my page as well.
0: Okay, so we'll make sure that the links for Maddie's Gems and your Facebook page are um, linked in the show notes for those who need to get connected okay. and um, so that the, they can be aware of the progression because mm-hmm. I know that there's going to be a lot more to come I can yes. see the passion in your eyes when you even talk <laughs> about your Facebook group and the things that you would like to do. So I'm really excited to see what comes from it. I'm so grateful that you chose to share your story through the project and to be here on the podcast and share as well. Is there any final words
1: you would like to leave the audience with? Um, I'm glad that I had the opportunity to share my story because it just had to be told and You know, so many people came up to me afterwards and said, I didn't know you went through all of that. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. You're always smiling. You're always happy. But that was a journey to get this smile and to be happy. It was a journey. So um, just final words. Just keep pushing. Keep praying. Um, You know, find you may be in pain now, but find your purpose in that pain. Yes. Because you also have a story that someone may need to hear. I agree I think that's a great place to to leave find the purpose in your pain
0: and of course we always leave you with we don't grow alone and this podcast and the books ensure that you don't have to we will see you next week thanks for tuning in Thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode of the Scenes from a Single Mom podcast. If you are blessed by this episode, please take a moment or two and leave us a review because when you do, you create an opportunity for another mom to find us and get the tips, tools, and tea that we share here as you grow through on your motherhood journey. And if you're not already, be sure to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow us at when she thrives so that you are aware of all the greatness that is going on with when she thrives out here in these streets and last but certainly not least grab your copies of scenes from a single mom volumes one and two and of course three and four are coming soon thank you again for listening and we will chat with you next week